Welcome. Good to have you along. Yours truly, Ron Stafford, keeping you company on another exciting uh, episode of Unconventional Ministry. Of course, this is a podcast, and we are a service of Sat7. Hope you've had a chance to check out the other podcasts. Had some wonderful conversations with an Iranian pastor, a recent chat with Assam Nagi, a gentleman that met uh, Miriam, who basically forgave ISIS for destroying her, her entire community. There was a powerful conversation with him, and uh, we have some other ones coming up as well that you'll want to uh, stay tuned for. I want to take you back a few years. I used to fill in at an Annapolis radio station. On Sunday mornings, used to fill in there occasionally. There was a program by the name of the Lutheran Hour. It's still on the air, and uh, there's a whole ministry behind that as well. Of course, I'm talking about the Lutheran Hour Ministries. Kurt Buholtz is the chairman and CEO of that organization. Kurt, how are you today? Thank you for the time, my friend. Hi, Ron. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for the time. Let's get into your background prior to LHM. What did you do before you came to the ministry? Straight out of college, my wife and I uh, felt the calling of God to serve on the mission field, and so we uh, set down that path very early on in our marriage. God sent us to Taiwan, and uh, in that place we were blessed to be part of some incredible educational ministries, worked at a uh, local Christian school that had about 2,700 students in all wow. different grades. Huh. Uh, we were able to introduce people to the Christian faith from the very beginning and walk them through over multiple years of schooling to see that faith grow inside their hearts. So that was an incredible time to be with the uh, students, to train up the teachers, and to write curriculum, uh, Bible-based curriculum for that school. So uh, that's sort of where I got my start in the education field. Hmm. After that, I was called on to international missions uh, at a broader scale and actually joined our church body's home office here in St. Louis and worked for another 10 years, part of that time heading up the uh, whole global ministries program of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Beyond that, we were called out to Baltimore to serve an initiative called the Lutheran Malaria Initiative where for the next couple of years. And during that time, I had the opportunity to actually serve on the board for Lutheran Hour Ministries, an organization that I knew and loved for many years, but at that time had the opportunity to serve as a volunteer uh, chairperson for the board of directors. Hmm. That's fantastic. I went to college in Baltimore, and I know there's a strong uh, Lutheran presence there in the town. That's fantastic. So how long have you been the CEO and president of the organization, Kurt? I've been here for about six years now in this role. As I say, I was chairman of the board before that, and they demoted me down to president and CEO. (laughs) That's all right. That's God leads. That's perfectly okay. (laughs) Over the time that you've been at the organization, how have you seen ministry done differently there in St. Louis at, uh, at LHM? Yeah, that's a great question, and especially an important one for Lutheran Hour Ministries, which is uh, over 100 years old as an organization. First thing to know about our organization is it's a membership organization. Mm-hmm. So uh, all we have members throughout the United States and Canada, as well as uh, people all around uh, the world that are part of our offices and ministry centers around the world. And because we're a membership organization, we always have to serve the will and the desires of those people at the grassroots level uh, of the church, the lay people of the organization. Right. The second thing to, to remember is that it's exactly that. We are a lay organization and always have been. And so uh, though we love, respect, uh, and work, love to work with professional church workers, we see really our niche as, as being right in there working with the average lay person in the congregation and saying, how is God calling them to be sent out in their place and, and around the world for evangelism? 
when you ask what are uh, some of the exciting things that have been happening, it's really living into that same 100-year-old history, but in an entirely new way for today's world, for today's society, today's culture, yes. uh, and, and for what people are looking for. That's the exciting part. One aspect of that is we've seen, as, as many denominations have seen, uh, the average age of our members continues to rise. These are wonderful people that are passionate about their faith. Uh, but we had to, over the last few years, start to change the conversation. What needs to be in place and how might they help us put things in place that will be there for their children and their grandchildren so that the ministry does not stop, that the ministry and especially the proclamation of the gospel does not stop uh, as we bridge into uh, the next generation. We can look at our history and say, yeah, we, we sort of came to our... Uh, really known status through radio, and we did that at a level of excellence and professionalism mm -hmm. where uh, it was one of the best things uh, on the radio at the time and continues to be a great uh, program through the Lutheran Hour program. Mm -hmm. Later, we did uh, This is the Life TV programming. Again, uh, world-class uh, TV production when that media uh, allowed for it uh, in our history. And now we're just challenged to do the exact same thing that we've always done, but how do we do that with excellence in what we call the digital age or the digital mission field? Yeah. It's interesting. I've worked for Christian radio stations and secular radio stations. And I don't want to put down Christian broadcasting by any means, but I think that some people in the industry or outside the industry think, well, it, it's Christian. It's They don't really expect my best. And, you know, I'm working for a person. I'm not working for God. But we are called to work for the Lord. Right, Kurt? We definitely are. And, uh, you know, as, as our history as an organization, we've been very uh, focused on not necessarily just broadcasting our programs in the Christian realm, mm -hmm. but really reaching out and, and broadcasting on secular uh, TV programs, secular stations. Most of our programs now, uh, especially in the digital and social media realm, are focusing on reaching non-Christians, not uh, just reaching Christians with God's Word. That's wonderful. Look ahead, maybe a crystal ball, if you would. Plans for the ministry five years down the road. Where do you see the, the ministry of, uh, of Lutheran Hour Ministries uh, venturing out into? Yeah, as you might imagine, I spend a lot of time thinking about that, as well as my board and uh, our leadership team here at Lutheran Hour Ministries. I also really spend a lot of time in people's living rooms, uh, as you might imagine, talking to our members, talking to people out there in the church and the pew, and figuring out what really God is putting on their hearts. And as we look to the future of the church, once again, we're really not reinventing things. We, we need to start looking back and saying, what is the, the history of the movement of the church? It's when every Christian is really stepping up and living out their faith in their daily lives in a natural way, sharing their faith in an open way, not in a confrontational way. We are really focusing our efforts on doing that, creating that kind of a social movement once again where we want communities to value the positive impact uh, that churches have uh, in their communities and their, in their world. And so we're doing a lot of work with Barna Research. Uh, they're doing a great job in, in pulling together some research trends for us on mm. what uh, millennials and other generations are doing. And our goal over the next five years is to really create structures that gather these people into communities of action uh, where, where God's message is really just a natural part of everyday's life, and people are not seeing it as some place that I need to go, but that something that's around me, that every Christian I meet is something different. And we're hearing and feeling and seeing the gospel in each and every person. 
That's, that's right. where we're really focusing our efforts right now. The church is more than just a building. It's, it's the people that are called by Christ to grow his kingdom. Um, You're and, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as, as we say, we, we love the church and we work through the church, and that has been an incredible, valuable institution to the growth that we've seen in the Christian church uh, throughout history. Uh, but we can't confuse the, in, the institutional structure of the church, those buildings, budgets, bylaws, and boards, we can't confuse those with the true Church of Jesus Christ, which is the body of believers that come together with so many wonderful gifts and talents and opportunities uh, to share His love and to be and lift and hold one another up and to be in worship with God. The life of Christianity has to have uh, its growth and its excitement and its energy coming from something beyond, first coming from Jesus Christ and then working with every individual Christian. The connection with Sat7, can you talk to our listeners more? about that connection that you have with the organization real quick. Absolutely. So SAT7 has been an incredible partner for Lutheran Hour Ministries, and it goes back quite a few years. Uh, about four years ago, uh, our leadership team, uh, I took them over to the Middle East and North Africa. We really felt that God was calling us into this area of the world where media can reach people and the digital uh, voice can reach people uh, where otherwise the gospel is is not impacting uh, deeply into the culture. And so we actually went and looked at multiple countries. We worked with numerous partners. We met with multiple church leaders throughout the region. And we were looking for where do we need to uh, start opening up our ministry centers as we do uh, elsewhere uh, around the world. Mm -hmm. And as we were looking to do that, one of the meetings was with that seven. And so when we realized that we didn't have to use the same model, but we could actually work in partnership and really collaboration uh, with that seven to reach the Middle East, therefore focusing our efforts on what we love, which is the follow-up to people who respond to the gospel and to work with them. Uh, we just realized that this was a wonderful uh, use of God's resources within God's body, God's talents that he has put into people's hearts. So we didn't have to duplicate efforts. And I would just really encourage uh, other organizations to look more and more in today's world uh, for places like SAT7, working with SAT7 to multiply our efforts where we don't all have to do the same thing and duplicate it, mm -hmm. but we can actually build on one another. That's fantastic. That's well said. Thank you so much for that. I know your time is precious. Uh, would you mind closing out our time today, uh, Kurt, with a word of prayer? Would you mind doing that for us? I would love to do that for you, Ron. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for the opportunity to be in service uh, to your church, to your ministry, sharing your love with those who have not yet heard that you have prepared people uh, to hear the message that each one of us brings. Lord, we ask that you give us the focus, that you give us the strength, that you give us the encouragement and the joy that comes in sharing the love that is, is so part of us as Christians. Lord, we ask that you work in people's hearts and that you put them in our paths. And ultimately, Lord, that you would open our eyes to see who those people are so that ultimately we can be faithful to you and your mission and your call uh, to us as sent people. Lord, thank you. Be with us this day. Bless us as we continue to serve you and to be in your mission. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Your contact info, can you provide that for us as far as a website? The best way to get in touch with us always is on the web, and mm -hmm. that's lhm.org.
lhm.org, lhm.org, and everything we have there uh, is available, as well as all of our uh, evangelism uh, training materials, uh, resources, Bible studies, devotions, daily devotions, all of these things are easily available on our website, and we try to make every one of them that we can absolutely free of charge. Wonderful. That's fantastic. We want to be blessed in the Christian world. That is fantastic. Kurt, thanks so much for the time today. I greatly appreciate it. Check them out online, lhm.org. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford. Thanking you very much, as always, for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you can make it a great day and an even better tomorrow. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we're able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 has a satellite television channel for Arabic children where they're allowed to produce programs for their peers. In order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org slash unconventional. That's sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Or call us at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.